Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woken Woke Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 270th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're asking the question... What's causing current inflation? But before we dive deep into uh, this very interesting and very uh, important topic, a couple of things to cover. Have you gone to WokenFree.com not only to listen to this episode, but to download it through the Podbean app? If you haven't, please do so immediately. If you download it through the app, then you can put in your comments and you can tell us how current inflation is affecting you. So many uh, across the United States have really felt this and are, you know, there's folks that are really struggling. So we'd love to hear your stories uh, and would love to hear uh, what you think about what's going on. Now, if you listen to podcasts on a device for you can, which you can't download new apps like the Podbean app, then what we ask is go to WokenFree.com, go in the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you're going to follow and subscribe to the show at. So we're on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, It's a Woken Free World. So many different places to follow and subscribe to. So make sure you do that so you still can show your support there. Now, when it comes to WokenFree.com, also, if you can, at the top of the page, click subscribe to follow the show through the Podbean app. And on social, you can always holler and find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, at WokenFree. And if you have 90 seconds, which, like, of course you do... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's very presumptive, but I'll, I'll go with it for now. Um, make sure you go <laughs> yeah, to WokenFree.com, go in the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you're going to review the show at and tell us how the show is feeding into you, your life, and your thoughts. Yeah, you could be going into a dead zone, so that could catch you. That's for the really random. I was just thinking about how you could not have 90 seconds if you're going into a dead zone with no internet or anything. And does that dead zone last for eternity? A submarine. I mean, you might be in there for months. So, unless it's eternity, eventually they'll get back to the internet, right? Eventually you will, So, when you get internet, that's when you can proceed. Oh, okay. So, as long as you get your internet back, that kind of thing. And you're alive. The only thing that's final in life is death. (laughs) You have to be alive to review our show, too? Is that a requirement? I'm not quite sure we'd have to speak to the other side. Because <laughs> I wouldn't want to put those like barriers in place. I want everybody to have a chance if to If ghosts review. are listening currently right now, you are welcome to review the show as okay, well. Okay, good. Please identify yourself as a ghost. Though, <laughs> so that we have that, we have that so, understanding. So put it in parentheses or something? Yep. <laughs> ghost. Ghost. 
Just, just so we <laughs> so know. So we know. Okay, that was a ghost that yep. commented. Exactly. Nice. All right. At least they have the opportunity. Uh-huh. And they also get the opportunity to know a little bit more about ourselves, right? Exactly. This week we're asking, serialistly, do you prefer O-shapes or flakes for your cereal bowl? Mm, that's an interestingly random, pointless question. You've never thought of that, though, right? So, that's what's a preference, so interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pointless. So, for pointless me... for this. Okay. Yes, of course. Mm. Of course? <laughs> <laughs> but I would say try it better. <laughs> I would say it's going to depend on my mood. So if I'm feeling nostalgic, then I would go for the O shape because it reminds me of, uh, you know, kind of Apple Jacks or uh, Cheerios, Cheerios, right? like things Classic. I used to, yeah, that, that kids eat typically. Uh, but then if I'm feeling more like my adult self, which I hopefully should feel like most of the days. <laughs> <laughs> then I would say flakes cut it fine, and you know raisin bran comes to mind. And uh, what's the other one? The special K that I frosted like. Flakes. Frosted flakes. Yep, things like that. It works. So it just depends on my mood. I would say right now I feel mostly adulty, so I would prefer flakes. Oh wow, you actually prefer the flakes only because Crazy. I'm in a more adult mood, just because I'm dealing with adult stuff. <laughs> you know, I find I just I'm thinking about it is that the flakes. I feel like the flakes, if you leave it in the cereal too long, it gets soggy faster it than does. the O. It does. And when they and when flakes are soggy, I mean I can't even I could hardly eat it. Like it's yeah, a punishment. It's just like a I feel like I'm being mush. punished. Yeah. yeah. Compared to the O's, I mean it gets softer, but, but it, it's, it's not as it, like it, terrible. Yeah, it, it retains a little bit more shape. Yeah. Better. So the reason I choose O's is not really because of that, but it's because Oreo O's are my favorite cereal. Mm. Like that's mm, even though Oreos are not that's not my favorite dessert, but the cereal is I don't know I still haven't for chocolate cereals I haven't mm. found anything that surpasses it yet. Mm. It's and it's hard but to didn't find. You it. Like that Cinnabon cereal that we but had, I love that too. Yeah, mm. I love that. But I'm saying there's no chocolate cereal that ah, surpasses Oreos. Oh, okay. So I mean, yeah, I can't say if it's this is my number one. I mean, it's close. It's it's number one or number two. It's definitely right. there. It's close though. It's my favorite chocolate cereal, so no matter are what. The ways that people can get to your heart, good to know. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> see, I used to see. Now look, the listeners have learned so much from what you just revealed about yourself and what I revealed about me. Pure pointless noise. How is it pointless when you just you said what they can do now just from. Learning about this. And you're so excited that people can woo you with cereal. No, I'm not excited, but I'm excited to open part of my heart up. To strangers? (laughs) (laughs) It's giving them a chance to know what how to get into my heart. That's very shameful. (laughs) Get your life together. Well, get it together. I mean what but you know what I find shameful? You yeah. should really know. I find it shameful that some of the prices of these cereals are going up. If you got to get the store you, brand. I would if I didn't want to tickle you. To you death. have to now. You are supposed to get the store brand because of this inflation. That's well, what's then, hey, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> that's first how you have all, to get your cereals. People can get whatever brands that they feel they need to yeah. get for their household. Let's they not, can get any brand, but if yes. they get some of those big brands, them boxes look a lot smaller than the store bought brands. Well, shrinkflation is a different conversation. Yeah. So, but that, that's something to think about, though. Uh-huh. Maybe we should actually ask what's causing current inflation. You're a hot mess. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a great question. CNBC. Says the following, in order to measure inflation, economists use a price index to look at price changes across a number of different goods and services. Though there are many different indices uh, or indices, I don't know how you can yeah, say the you indices, said it right. 
the Consumer Price Index for all urban consumers, or CPIU, is one of the most popular measuring price changes within a theoretical basket of goods and services for urban consumers, including food, apparel, automobiles, among other categories. And the Federal Reserve uses a different price index to measure inflation, the Personal Consumption Expenditures, or PCE Index, which similarly measures price changes amongst goods and services. And lastly, the core inflation rate refers to an index that excludes volatile spending categories such as food and energy and can be a useful index for economists since food and energy prices can fluctuate significantly. The current high inflation rate can be attributed to many different factors, many of which are a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, no surprise there, uh, gaping pins, rising prices on three general causes, increase in the household demand and supply chain shortages due to the pandemic, the war in Ukraine, and then the presence of a strong labor market. Generally, the story goes something like this. At the start of the pandemic, consumers began spending less because of lockdowns and in turn started saving more. Then when COVID-19 restrictions ease, people started spending more again. Companies, however, couldn't keep up with this increased consumer demand, and many of them had reduced production because of the pandemic and experienced shipping delays, as well as shortages in labor and key inputs. The result of all these things, higher prices for most goods and services. And then while prices increase, increases were seen across multiple categories in June, some of the largest price hikes occurred in gasoline, shelter, and food. The year-over-year increase in food prices was 10.4%, while for shelter, it was 5.6%, and energy, 41.6%. Yikes. Yep. Shelter, food, and energy are also the major categories that make up the consumer price index, accounting for nearly 50% of the entire index. So it goes on and on to share some more details, but I thought that that information, that part right there was pretty much addressing kind of what's All right, going that's on. how yeah, that's how inflation works. That's mm-hmm. it's definitely good to like you basically define mm-hmm. how inflation works and now the thing that I found interesting mm-hmm. though is that it it's actually being attributed to something different. So okay. 12 News, they verified a recent claim that on average 11.4% of inflationary price increases became corporate profits from 1979 to 2019. Interesting. But since the 2020 pandemic, that number has jumped to 53.9%. Hmm. So inflation, the the prices being inflated are actually 54% of that is attributed to profits from corporations. Since 2020. Since 2020. It used to be mm. like when you had inflation, even a company's during, so profit was only 11.4%. Through the pandemic, they're saying that yeah. companies just hiked up so prices they to, had, keep to keep up their, profits. their profit margins. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. over half of price increases, uh, yeah, over half of the price increases that we're seeing on all these products and services, it just goes to the profits of the larger companies. And you think that that's the in services that that's like food, furniture, and cars argument over like some of the things like the Ukraine. Yeah, that other stuff is kind of just COVID known. pandemic, the shortage, the delays. I mean, those the those are ish- issues. You, but all I'm saying, I'm just talking about the price increases actually themselves. Like, where's mm. where's that? What's happening with that money? It's kind of like let's say. We had bread and bread was a dollar before 2020. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not it even close, right? Not, yeah. But now let's say it's two dollars. If so, that two dollar increase, if you break well, it up, dollar increase, or the, yeah. that dollar increase, 54 cents of that mm-hmm. is going just to profits. To profit. 
So it, it didn't have to be $2. I would, I would it could have been a dollar something 50 or a dollar whatever. I would dollar suggest that I think it's actually 46. a combination of everything. So but look, the that's bread. interesting though. But I mean, so yeah, technically that, does, look, that's only 54%. You still got the yeah, 46%, that, right? Yeah, contributed. So that 46% is everything, everything else. I mentioned no, they, so they, play, they are know? in play, but that's kind of messed up that your corporate profit, it didn't look and it jumped so much. It used to only, it used to only be the 11 point. Why did it have to go up so much? Why didn't it just stay stationary at 11.4%? Why did they increase it more? And this is why during all the, U.S. corporations? Not all, but for large companies. So maybe small mm. businesses didn't participate mm-hmm. in this price mm-hmm. hike the same way. Because a lot of small businesses yeah. went under during the pandemic. Yeah, so some of them didn't do so, it. Yeah, so but that's I just think that's very interesting because mm-hmm. what we like to hear too during inflation what a lot of people try to say is that if we increase wages this is going to be what's causing your food to cost more mm. your goods your gas to cost more all that stuff and it's really not that and Biden did actually well, mention this for gas if, if again if the if or they're it's trying a small to percentage their profit at a certain point then they would they would argue that that mm. would it be an issue because but, if they but, still want to make 50% but no that's profit, not a no but, but but that's that's an artificial thing. They're just deciding they want that number. Yeah. It's kind of like they can they go back. They can go number. back to the eleven point four percent they've always been making. But mm-hmm. instead, it's like no, yeah, they're now they're going to always want to increase their margins. But why did that jump so much though? So that's that's the that's the question because there. Why did it go from just eleven point four percent? They say, you know what? Let's just make it because whatever. it's supply and demand, right? If you can charge it and people are willing to pay it, then I think not. that's why it is. Yeah, they said we <laughs> can get it, so let's earn just do more it. Money and then companies also are taking on more costs for things, right? And being sued more, and so things have gotten more expensive from oh, and you know what? I, bring up? <laughs> so. I, should, I got to bring this up too because so there's actually there's a, a piece of software. I don't I don't know the exact name. I mean, we can include it in a link if we want to. But so there's this software that landlords that have been using and it actually is like a form of price fixing where it tells you what you should set your rent price to. Oh, well, I mean, since you mentioned it, we're going to, you're going to have to share that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's pretty, I've never heard of it. But I mean, I, there's a, there was a news. No, that's really bad because yeah, what it does is it'll raise the rent so that, yeah, you're going to lose, you might lose your tenants and it might price people out of the market, but you, it knows mm. that enough, you'll get somebody else that'll eventually yeah. pay for it. That's a shame. So it, it's it's a that really messed up thing. For, I think over the summer I saw the average price to live in uh, like I forget if it was a two bedroom in New York City was like something like thousands of dollars, and I just thought, wow, that's really interesting. But again, someone if someone's willing to pay for yep. this, then but it's at the expense of somebody might have been living there thirty years, right, mm, or whatever that part for so long, yeah. and now they get kicked out because somebody said I need to make my <laughs> profit yeah. margins even larger this year, even though. You know, the economy's not doing so well. And what what do you think people's biggest concern with current inflation is? So I think the biggest concern is going to be kind of like what you spoke to. The average American, unless you are continuing to make more money um, on an annual basis, then if your costs of living continue to go up, then you potentially get in a situation where you might not be able to afford the same lifestyle for yourself uh, on an annual basis, because depending upon how much inflation is hitting your your home and your bank account, then you might have either have to start saving more, you might have to 
potentially change where you live. You might have to go without certain uh, items that you wouldn't necessarily call as luxury, but just out of an affordability perspective, it's going to change how you orient in life. And for some people, it might actually right put them on the street because Ouch. there's just but so much that your bank account can bear. If you, you know, it might increase people now, more now than ever, people are starting side businesses. And now it might not be a luxury to start a side business. It a might necessity? have to be a necessity. Wow. Because if your costs are eating up more than 50% of your income, you are at grave risk of not having enough money to cover all your bills. So, yeah. Yeah. One issue is you got to worry about is that it's possible that things become hyperinflated. And if that happens, the economy could actually collapse because people... Explain what hyperinflated means. Yeah, I'm definitely going to let people know what that is. But it was like, you're, I mean, or actually, I don't know if you mentioned it, but if it does happen, you people wouldn't be able to afford just the regular goods. I guess you were saying they can be put out on the street. So, mm. yeah, I mean, that's the most extreme. But not even being able to afford food is pretty bad as well. Oh, so Investopedia, they explain that hyperinflation is rapidly rising inflation, typically measuring more than 50% per month. Oh, wow. And although hyperinflation, it's rare for it to happen in developed economies such as us, it has occurred many times throughout history in countries like China, Germany, Russia, Hungary, and Georgia. Wow. So those countries have had issues with hyperinflation. Oh my gosh. I mean, if US gets to that, I don't I don't know what people would do. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, obviously the government would, would take have to it. step in and they'd have to make sure that people could eat uh and at the bare minimum, right? And that also not everyone can be homeless. So yeah. <laughs> there would have to be some type of regulation Man, uh, I don't at know. a federal level for housing and food costs and I mean, I would just to cap the cost. Yeah, they or I mean, don't, I don't know if they have the right to do food it. or I don't know what See, the situation they tried is, they did that in the in Russia. I know they were doing rationing and yeah, I mean, but you have to ensure that people don't just starve to death. So there, there would have to be some type of uh, inner interaction or something would interplay happen. there. But yeah. it would I don't think the government could just step in and start writing stimulus checks again because then I mean, inflation yeah, we can, would increase. We can print much monopoly money <laughs> as much as we want. Then bread would be five thousand dollars, sure, and, every, and everybody would Sounds be millionaires. Excellent. Yeah, and then there'd be trillionaires like and gazillionaires and billionaires. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. We could just play these weird we games. The first oh yeah, you're right. Then we'll have even more. Yeah, you yeah. can go to the next step. Yeah, just have a bunch of crazy numbers out here. But just, well, you this know person it's crazy. Paid Ten million billion dollars. Like, the government did. I mean, I, I don't know how much it was, but I think they added like. 50 trillion 50 billion dollars or something just out of nowhere into the um and the where treasury was it or- the, yeah the treasury i think they just made a new accounting and just said we're gonna inject this 50 million into it for people for i think it's for big banks though not for us but for banks good lord they just I, injected I money into the economy but not that we will actually see it. the big banks get it and they just have this magical money that doesn't exist I don't, it's all magical <laughs> yeah i don't know where it comes from they're just saying hey you know what here's some money always, we all have to just become better wizards guys <laughs> I mean, but we all have magic but we're not allowed to use our magic it's called Correct. printers no, we can no. we can print too. I was thinking more <laughs> along the lines of Harry yeah. Potter. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, that's oh, you want to use like ancient magic? Ancient magic? Yeah, <laughs> you want to take it back to those times where? I think you're confused between reality and fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say that's from uh, reality of yesteryear. Yesteryear. Yes. Hocus pocus. A long, long time ago. That's how those stories begin. You know, they try to claim that that's what had happened before the modern age. 
before this modern era was magic. I wish people could see you magic. right now. It don't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but you found out how we could solve inflation. Just go back to the, the magic years. Yeah, go back to years yeah. of yore. You know, yeah. go back to those. Does things. that also include when uh, Frodo and Bilbo were journeyed? I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> and I was going to say, uh, this is not appropriate for this show. I thought you were going to say something completely different. And I said, oh, no. They ruined that, too, man. Because people do some crazy stuff with the characters. Oh, I'm so beyond. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, but you, you said something okay. So I just thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> And I was feeling really sad for a moment. And you suggested I... No, <laughs> it was close, though. It was a close call. I don't know. Could have been a Freudian oh slip. We don't know. I think you had the slip. And so no, now, that, my question to you is, how can the average person deal with what's going on with current inflation? I have a couple of things. You might be mad at the first one, though. I know you got upset with me, but... For food, buy the store brand because it's cheaper. So the proper response is buy the bargain deal for whatever the food category is. I know. I've I've looked. It's always it's at least typically anecdotal and evidence shows that the store brand is always cheaper. And it doesn't mean it's worse. No, it doesn't. That's what's that's what's crazy. I'm not saying store yeah, brand. Because how you're saying it, you're implying that it's like. No, I'm not trying to imply that. Know, I'm just implying dust that. Dust the dust off. You I'm know, just like, implying, no, because you know what happens is you put the store brand in your shopping cart and your children are going to throw you a lot of shade. They will. They said that is, I don't know what you put in that cart. Because people are I'm under saying. this perception that that's not good enough. And what I'm saying yeah, is. Kids will be Buy mad. the bargain. Yeah, well, they can think whatever they want. Are you paying bills here? I know. Like, until it's you truth, pay yeah. the bill, you can't say anything. You, you'll, but they don't have to say anything, but they will throw you lots of shade. Good, and they can live in the street. Just for throwing <laughs> you shade now? What I'm saying is that people need to learn to be respectful. Oh, because <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Can a child be disrespectful by throwing shade at their parents? Yes, you don't pay bills. Are you crazy? Oh wow! So you don't even have the right to throw shade as because you have not the right to anything. do everything, but you don't have the right to you don't have the right to live here. <laughs> this oh is wow! My All right, I didn't know that could be so. seen as like an offense. And well, in my household, that would constitute an opportunity for saying, physical violence. Because saying, so. that, I mean, some people just make the looks by mistake. That's well, maybe they should close their eyes then. <laughs> <laughs> and wait until they can get their face together. <laughs> see, see how unreasonable that is. You don't even know if they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, it might get have been it together. Mistake. Get your life together a little bit. <laughs> see, that's all right. That's something else. Control your face. Okay. <laughs> The next thing that an average person can do is, for gas, they could just try to drive less. They can get a unicycle. <laughs> you don't even, even like, take them seriously at Stop all. Look. No, but I'm telling you, there's alternate a forms unicycle? of transportation. Yeah, alternate forms of transportation. And ultimate, ultimate um, universes to live in. And well. watch this, too. We just saw this. We see this sometimes. The metaverse. No. I mean, yeah, travel in the metaverse where you don't even have to travel. You travel using electrons. I mean, yeah, you can do that. But let's be real. Not all jobs can be done through the metaverse. So I'm so tired. That's not a real option. Unicycle is a real alternative method of transportation. Unicycle. Yes. Hoverboard. We saw that the other day. The ones where your feet blow up. <laughs> No, they're only banned in certain like cities, oh, so you can God. get. It. Oh yeah, well make sure. All right, so with the unicycle, Why not that's just not a banned. Scooter, then? <laughs> you can get a scooter, but then you, so or there's even a licensing a issue. 
You can get a bicycle, but then what if you get a flat tire or something? The unicycle is only one tire, so you can take <laughs> yeah, care of that. Yeah, and you can done. wear a spare tire on your back, too, if you need it. Or get the is this repair kit. you would take? No, I mean, all right. Oh, so so then, you're not going to wear the wheel on your back? No, of course not. Uh, I might try the hoverboard, though. That seems fun. Fun, yeah. That's alternative mode. And guess what? This is this is, might be horrific to some. Walking. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be in a pool of sweat when you get to your I destination. I think it sounds like an exercise of choice, but yes. And, I mean, you might have to walk through some interesting areas oh, and God. interesting it landscaping. Sense, but guess what? Here's, no, here's a good one. You're not, you, you should be okay with it. Subway. If they exist in the city. If they don't, you can start digging. You're listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Podcast that keeps it real and honest. Let's do it. Okay, that's illegal. Oh, okay, don't <laughs> dig. Yeah, you might hit a gas line or something and you're going to yes, get in real trouble. You're not All right, instead of trying to, to build that. your own subway, guess what you could do? Take the bus. Now, what are you going to say about that? <laughs> I have nothing to say about this. Exactly. I'm waiting for you to complete your nonsense. That's a nonsense. I'm, I'm teaching people how they can save gas money. Just take the bus. Get on the bus. Wait your Get time. Get a remote job. And walk. How about the math? I know. I was thinking that too. That, that's too extreme. Mine is not as extreme. That's you just got to stop extreme. three hours earlier because if your bus schedule is not great, you just you know you got to go into their schedule. Oh, and what I should have said too, I forgot. If you're doing the bus, you could also carpool. So that's a good that's a good alternative for working and stuff, or even just getting getting clothes and things. Carpool and say, hey, we're all going to go to our local thrift shop and buy stuff, and that would take me to my next point for clothes. Thrifting is your friend. Well, I am a fan of thrifting. And I think more people should do it. It's good for the environment. There's no problems with that. Here in uh, Arizona, Mondays, it's 50% off the entire store and literally all of Arizona shows up. So, and you can do it. You can get your cosplay costumes too. Yes, you can get your because you can put it together. Costumes together. Not Halloween. If you're a cosplayer, you dress up all year long. Because that's of grave importance <laughs> <laughs> in relation to this episode. Hey, some people get really paid for it. I'm just saying, you can do that. Get really paid for it. <laughs> yeah, they get paid, or they get they paid for well. O- over it, you mean? No, no, they get paid for being cosplayers, I'm saying. Oh. I guess from uh, what you, like, advertisement and sponsorships. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, don't knock, co- I don't know if you're trying to knock cosplayers, like, saying it's weird to dress up all your I'm long. not saying anything. Oh, you're not, okay. you're saying a whole bunch of No, I wasn't sure. There. Okay, so there was no... All right, no misunderstanding here. We no. love cosplayers. I'm not a, oh, okay. A, we're not saying all that. that bad okay, line, cosplayers saying, exist. <laughs> I'm saying that you need to do what you need to do how you need to do it. <laughs> cosplayers exist on planet Earth. You do what you need to do how you need to do it. That's all I'm at. Okay, that, you're just yeah. gonna drink your water and mind your business. 2022. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's that's all right. That's that. Mm-hmm. And for toys, play with your old toys or build new ones. Excuse you. For Who, toys. What at, who's are you addressing here? So toys is a general thing. People have different toys. Like when you're, I mean, don't, I hope you're not thinking in a dirty way. <laughs> I that, haven't said oh, okay. You have a, yeah, because you're saying who you're addressing. But I'm talking about toys can be anything. They can be just like, some people toys are their tools. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, in a workshop, you might have a hammer and you said, man, there's like a new hammer that I want to buy. Don't buy the new hammer. Use the old one. So that could be a toy. Mm-hmm. A toy can be like. Let's see. It could be like a remote control car you have, because some adults play with that. Or a remote control plane, a drone. Instead of buying a new drone, build your own drone. How That's a toy. Lovely then, and innovative. Yeah, so I'm saying that and toys can be anything. It could be just this new sort of this makeup kit that you got that now you can 
put on your makeup in one one shot. You don't have to take so <laughs> you don't have to take so much time to put on your makeup. As you don't buy the kit. How much you know about makeup? <laughs> no, I'm saying because stick uh, to the space of what you. No, know. I'm saying there, uh, but you know but there's probably a gadget you're referring to toys. So. No, but you know there's a gadget that probably can put on makeup faster than you doing yourself, or it's like a template and it shows you where exactly you need to apply. I wish I had a gadget in use right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then what about if you, instead of getting a gadget to dry your fingernails, just blow on your fingernails? Are you done? No. Let's see. Another gadget. Instead of getting something that massages you, just get a a bat and hit yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, make something that... You can make something instead of buying and these gadgets. And you can gadgets. also run it to the wall as many times <laughs> as you like. I mean, no, I mean, I ask again. I, I just gave it. An, I gave an example, but I ne- okay. don't do that necessarily. But I'm just, you, it's like you Be see where I'm going. Be innovative and thrifty is what you're. Yeah, instead of getting these gadgets and gizmos, sometimes just play with the use the ones play you already with have. <laughs> <laughs> with your gadgets and gizmos, yeah, you can exactly. do that. Instead of buying a new battery pack, use your old batteries. Mm. Instead of buying batteries that are just throw disposable, I mean, buy rechargeable. See, this is saving. I you get money. it, and I hear what you're saying, but there's also uh, the other and <laughs> the other side of the coin, which is if majority of people started being more thrifty and spending less, I just wonder <laughs> also the other impact that that has on a massive scale, right? So, say if sixty percent of the average American household who normally does go and spend anywhere between one to $5,000 for Christmas shopping or one to 3000 If they all don't do that, what is the implication for those companies? What is the implication that we put our economy in for 2023? So it's, it's yeah, an interesting it balance. An it's yeah. an interesting balance. Like we all can't do one thing and we all can't do nothing. So it's, it's going to really have to be like, 53% of people keep doing what they do and or 63 whatever the percentage well, is we know everybody the majority of people need to still support the economy <laughs> because if we don't then I think we by risk putting themselves out to hawk though I mean not that's putting ourselves out to hawk I do agree like maybe this Christmas maybe folks and if you typically spend 2500 for <clears throat> Christmas maybe this Christmas you spend 1900 right like you, you couldn't serve a little bit but I don't know if we can go into the radical space of no one gets Christmas this year we're no, just going to that. you know watch the peanuts <laughs> call it a day like I mean, no you can the use your the stores with <laughs> So see, that's a good example. Yeah, yes. just use the streaming services you have instead of having thirty million of them. Just go for the one you get ones you got. Don't subscribe to more of them. Or you're yeah. saying no, you need to because then they're going to have an effect next year. I mean, year. it's all compounded that's because you know issue. people will have things that they never use. Maybe stop paying for things you don't use anymore. Correct. Right? Also, one could argue that if there are people who are going to go and do these self audits, and maybe they identify, hey, maybe I spend five thousand dollars every Christmas. Now maybe I'll spend. 3500 and then I'll donate 1500 into your local charities that help those who need it to be able to get food and clothing for the nest, the you know the, the folks who are more marginalized in our communities. So it's it's a balance I think. Uh I found Well yeah, I was thinking remember this is for the average person. I'm definitely not talking yeah, about the wealthy the folks. Super, no, I'm not talking about the one percenters or the two percenters yeah. of people. I would argue that unfortunately those folks might need to help carry folks a little bit more. Because, you know, more, those people um, don't spend like the average person. The I average know. person really spends, that's actually, the, is what's crazy. That's the uh, that, that folks don't realize that the they think that the rich are really spending rich when it's just like, just recently, I, they, I think they I might only a, buy store Like brand. a TikTok where I think, uh, 
was it Timberland? I think so, there was some rapper who's like worth millions of dollars and they were like, oh, he's shopping in Walmart. And it's like, that's why he's a billionaire. <laughs> to keep yeah, what, he knows. what's going, what are we doing? He knows like, to get the best yeah, price. Absolutely. He knows. Yeah. So there's an article on time.com. And again, you'll find all our links on wokenfree.com where it says they address how to deal with rising inflation. So <clears throat> one recommendation is to continue investing uh, outside of your emergency fund is one way to keep up with or even outplace inflation, says Samuel Dean, founder of Dean Wealth Management in a financial planning firm. Uh, when you see rising interest rates, a falling stock market or ballooning inflation, it can cause you to second guess yourself. But a good diverse investment plan should be set up from the start to deal with the ups and the downs. You shouldn't let these things distract you. Uh, Dean says, and while you want to pay attention to what's going on, investing for the long term is key. I thought that was really helpful because a lot of times I've heard even with like the OA crash that people made out like a bandit because all these people sold. Everyone was all upset. Yeah, they got and scared. They some the folks going went down. in and got things pennies on the dollar and have, are now much, much richer yeah. <laughs> because of that. So <clears throat> Hold tight. <laughs> hold, hold is yeah. not is is much better of an option than to sell and lose. Because, hold them, don't fold them. Yeah, where you know there's things that can be done. Now the article did recommend ways to reduce your expenses. So looking at things you mentioned like your reoccurring subscriptions, your phone, your internet, your car insurance, home insurance, those are all opportunities where if you can get maybe a better uh, cut or reduce cost for any of those services, that might be really helpful during these times. But you wouldn't want to cut your internet service. You want to get the fastest speed you, you can afford get the fa- that you can afford there yeah. you go so that's one thing that um you might want to consider as well and when it comes to groceries you can save money by being more efficient with what you purchase american households throw away an average of 1600 dollars a year in produce according to a report compiled by waste management consulting firm rts meal planning is a simple way to get better at grocery shopping look at your calendar and plan for the nights you'll be home in the days or you or the kids will need to bring lunch to work or school find recipes that use the same ingredients and then you're more likely to be able to use your food and not have as much waste in your household also the article recommends using coupons cashback credit cards cashback portals to save uh and then also you can find ways to save money through like used furniture home goods or clothing at uh, at a steep discount the facebook marketplace is a good place to find items that are sold locally where you'll be able to uh, save some money there and then also other places like tradesy swap.com and poshmark and then also the article recommend looking into savings bonds uh that's where interesting yeah, oh, yeah with the interest be rate rising a better option for folks uh and then another option is to and this is a big one increase your income <laughs> uh you know earning money outside of your job could be a really important option and not necessarily like oh going just to ebay or facebook marketplace or craigslist but other things you know you can uh look at your car and see if you depending upon your lifestyle does it make sense where you do those like wraparound ads on your car and you get paid per month to be able to advertise you do have to drive a certain amount and there's certain parameters that go yeah. with that it doesn't work for everyone there's that there's also like parking 
parking opportunities? Can you rent out your garage or rent out your pool or other types of things you have, like an RV? Are you going to sell maybe gear, baby equipment that you don't have, not not using anymore? Oh, uh, wow. That you could also look at your home and do you have a spare room? Is Airbnb an option for you, depending upon your household situation? And then also... There are contractor or freelance opportunities uh, that you might want to look up on Fiverr or Upwork, things like that. So things, different ways to, to think about it. But the moral of the story is that it's not a helpless or hopeless situation, but that we all have things that we can do on our part to be able to combat this and to kind of get more into a solution oriented mindset as opposed to panic. Oh no, end of days, right? Like that's not really helpful. Just kind of get really autonomous around what are the things that you need to do to make sure that you and, and your loved ones are okay through this challenging time for our economy. And I also think the government might need to consider giving some tax benefits to corporations that don't increase their prices so much during inflationary Ooh, times. Yeah. Incentivize stabilization. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that I think we might need to consider that. Mm-hmm. Considering what just happened for, for twenty twenty and beyond. So mm. I think that's something that we need to talk to the local reps about mm-hmm. getting something in place to help combat that. There you go, Biden. Doing your work for you. Yeah, and I like to say that <laughs> these kidding, people... Kidding, totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I know you're kidding on that, but the, even for the Biden haters, he didn't get it wrong when he said them get that gas price increases because the corporations are making their profit. He didn't get it wrong there. Mm. Man, people trying to hate on him and said gas, gas prices went up because of Biden. I'm sorry, you can hate on him all you want for all the other things, but that's one thing that is not right. So don't believe when people tell you. I that. think the the moral He's of the story the is truth. folks do your homework, do your research, and, and just look say into blame Biden. <laughs> He's the cause of yeah, inflation. Because I've seen that too much. <laughs> and yeah, I, I have a. <laughs> I have Biden, that the as one yeah. president, the, our president, well, calls inflation. We like He's to powerful, blame then. and just you know one human <laughs> well, being is the cause yeah. of everything. What a powerful not, person! Not very likely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do your homework. Yeah. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's, the, what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Chien Xiong is a mid-sized business owner who's increased her company's profit year over year to please her investors. Since 2020, the price of her product has shot up each year by 10% to keep up with the company's past performance. She has started to get some nasty grants from longtime customers. Should she lower the price of her product to please these customers since the company has good margins? Oh, wow. Oof, that's an interesting philosophical question. So, you have to do a cost, like a balance of... You have to weigh the pros and cons here in that if you continue to raise prices... What is the, what is the financial risk of how many customers, long-term loyal customers you'll risk losing versus the new ones you'll gain just because of the nature of why people are going after a product? And then also considerations for, you know, giving folks grace that they understand some companies have refused organizations, even gas stations have refused to raise prices because they acknowledge that even if it means they're going to get less money, that they want to still support the people who've coming to their station or who are coming and supporting them. So to be honest, I would say that if uh, she is deeply interested in making sure that she doesn't lose her longtime customers, she might have to pause 
or reduce how much extra margin she gets to to kind of make a signal to her employer to her uh, to her customer base that like hey I get the times are tough but I still want you to continue to support my business I wouldn't have my business without all of your support and it could be a nice gesture and it might not it doesn't have to be long standing but she could just kind of put a more moratorium on like okay we cap profits at x amount for this amount of time and then hopefully you know that gives people time to continue to feel good about supporting her business yeah i think in this situation she should do what's morally responsible and Mm. that is to actually lower the price Mm. it may not be financially the best decision Mm -hmm. like maybe it's better to lose some of those old Mm -hmm. customers and the new customers will make up for them but I'd say the morally, like the thing that you can go to bed knowing that you did something right would be lowering the price because then Mm -hmm. you're not hurting some of these customers. But I mean, I guess it depends on what the product is too because what if the product is something it's not, well, yeah, I mean, you might argue every, it doesn't matter if it's a necessity, but you'd say it's a want, it doesn't really matter. But I'm thinking if the product's not so, if the product isn't so necessary, yeah, it's not a, it might not be a big deal for her to. Well, it's like, you have to look, are people you know going to be say? getting the product from discretionary income or is this like something Yeah, new? like that. Like, is this extra yeah. thing or is it something that's worse where people hated this one guy who did it? If it's like a prescription drug, right? Mm, that kind of thing where mm. one guy, he shot the price up 3000% and they hated him. For oh that. gosh. Yeah. That's and he just did it just in the name of profits. Money, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Cause he bought the company and he said, you know what? I can charge whatever I want. And he literally did that. And people were, I don't know how the, that story ended up, but yeah, that was definitely not cool to do that <laughs> compared to something that's like a non-essential, like a, yeah, if this a is toothbrush like a, holder. I don't know. You know, something where yeah. you can get an alternative for it. Like then a maybe hair it doesn't have to be. It's like, uh, yeah, if there's really an alternative needed. for yeah. it, then it's not. But when it's actually the only thing on the market that yeah, does that, that's. Then well, that makes it kind of like, hey, you can you can be morally responsible here. Mm-hmm. If you, you could be. You can have a heart. Mm-hmm. Scenario two. Francois is a lobbyist who believes increasing wages drives inflation up. So he talks with his local representatives about capping wages for jobs within his city. Do you think tactics like this curb inflation? Curb. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I would argue probably not. Uh, because the thing about wages is that... We have to remember that as inflation increases, people have got to pay for things out of their salary. And if we have organizations or leaders in our communities and industries purposely preventing people from making more money, then they are probably more so contributing to the issue with not even the increased inflation, but more so how people, the impact of inflation on people's households. So I do not think that that is a smart or uh, ideal approach to dealing with things. I would argue that the, there are other ways to um, to be able to look at inflation and capping people's wages is not the sole cause for why inflation keeps going up. And if that is the rhetoric of communities or folks, I would encourage them to to look at inflation through a different lens and maybe do some additional identify other ways because that just doesn't seem right to me. But what do you think? Yeah, I think he's totally off base because the wages aren't what's causing inflation because mm-hmm. wages. If you look historically, they haven't even kept up with inflation. So why would <laughs> capping it have any effect on it if they're not even mm. they're nowhere near what the inflation has been over mm. the past decade? So that's the this is a really dumb idea. And this mm. is why people hate lobbyists, because they 
put in measures that most of the people don't even agree with, and it might be a vocal minority that agree with it. So mm. lobbyists, it can be, <laughs> yeah, they Challenge, can be very interesting. Can be yeah. Yeah. But these that, that this is definitely not right, mm-hmm. and it's a despicable thing for him to try to implement. Impl- yeah. yeah, it's gonna definitely hurt people in the end and make their mm-hmm. lives worse. So yeah, don't step in. I mean, you're he's probably. <laughs> I'm just gonna take an assumption that he's probably someone who believes in the free market. But here he goes trying to control what even job like what the market calls for. Because if the market wants to pay people more, let them do that. Absolutely. Why are you trying to interfere in that? Say so that's nah. This now, is organizations not that go out of their way to pay their people well are making a stance, <laughs> yeah, that they want to support their employees and that they also want their employees to be able to support their own lives. And people have to be able to make more money. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't think I. It's odd to me to be in a part of a society where, like, just to get by, I think most people have to have two to three jobs now. I think that says something about where we're going. And I, it's one thing to choose to want to work multiple jobs. It's quite another to say if I don't have a second or third job, I can't exist in this country. And that's a lot of people are now saying that they need a minimum of a second job now than before, more than ever. And that to me seems like we there's a misstep here in our society. Scenario three, Ogunaike moved to the U.S. recently because her country was experiencing hyperinflation, which made raising a family almost impossible for even the highest earners. Mm. Would it make sense for her to move to another country since interest rates are rising and the cost of goods are rising as well? Oh, that's interesting. So you come here for a better life and then you realize it's not the actual dream that it's purported to be. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, that happened. That part. Uh, <laughs> so what do you do now? So again, I think hyperinflation is a very extreme uh, situation that you you shared that is typically not necessarily being experienced here in the United States, but other yeah, countries. Yeah, it's not here. Uh, so I would say I don't think we're there yet. I, I think that. Uh, you know, I listen, I'm not a, a, a future. I, I can't predict the future, but I don't think we're there yet. And I don't think that's happening in the next like, I don't know, year or so. So I would say she uh, should probably wait it out being that she just not just moved here, but like, you know, if she's already started to put roots here and she enjoys the American society and culture uh, outside of rising inflation, I don't think that that should kind of spook her off to move elsewhere because sadly in this world, <laughs> there's no land that's perfect. Uh, yeah. So the yes, we have rising inflation, but I one could think that there's also inflation or issue economic issues in other lands. Yeah, that's what I was So thinking. I would probably say your best bet would be to be here uh, and, and deal with also some of the other benefits that our country offers that you cannot find uh, equally across the globe. Yeah, that's that's what I was exactly thinking is that you're going to try <laughs> to go to someplace else, but what if it's worse there? So <laughs> you decided on the U.S. for some reason, I think. You, some reason. <laughs> yeah, if something made you think that this was the place to come to, you need to just stick with your guns and make it work here because you go somewhere else, you might not know what you're getting yourself into. Mm. You might make a brash decision and say, this other country looks really great and it's actually so much worse than even the country you were coming from. So I think you can make the U.S. work for you. 
Absolutely. I mean, people have just waited out from nothing. (laughs) They've had pennies in their pocket and they've been able to become millionaires and create a a legacy in this country. So that is the American dream is possible and feasible for so many. I think what's sad right now is just the amount of struggle and and despair that is also experienced. While we have a a tremendous amount of wealth, we also have a lot of a lot of uh, hunger and, and pain and sorrow. So, you know, hopefully we all listening, Woken Free Nation, if you are in a position to be able to make a change in your workplace, in your communities, we all have a lift to make, right? This isn't just on our administration. This isn't just on uh, our 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 political leaders or stakeholders. This is for all of us to be innovative, for us to be build companies and offer opportunities for, for folks to join and to, yeah, you know, like we all can play a role in being able to support each other. I think sometimes we always just look to say government, get it right. Or this person, get it right. And it, most things is not just them. It, you, the government cannot be blamed for everything. <laughs> like, the government's fault. Like, we've got to find a way to identify this where we can make a difference in our own life. <laughs> because you can't just say the government they did it. Yeah, they got us. It I mean, them. And to me, it seems very petty and very childlike. It's it's it doesn't make sense. What are you doing to make your life better? We cannot just sit here and point fingers elsewhere. What are you? Do- I I urge you, Woken Free Nation, to point the finger at yourself and understand what are you doing to make your life better as opposed to un- trying to pinpoint how other people are trying to make your life worse. When you make a fist, you're pointing for, or no, I said it wrong. <laughs> Actually, that's not. So when you, you know, when yeah. you point your fingers, you know, there's one finger, there's four other ones pointing back yeah. at you kind of thing. Yeah. So just remember, but is it four? Or I think it's three. Well, we have five. Well, okay, yeah, we're not we, going to count no, here because there's no. differently abled folks in the world. So we're just going to say. But the phrase is, all right, we're not, this is just a phrase, though. It doesn't matter about appendages and stuff. It matters that it. <laughs> just stop right there. <laughs> just stop yourself. Okay. Because you're just, not. <laughs> no, because it's just a phrase, though. It's not anything to be taken. Words have power. I know they do, but. Either way, you know, the, the, the point that's being made is that yeah. there's probably, you're probably the bigger part of the problem. It's not the person that you're calling out. That's what's, that's yeah, what the, the statement is Yeah, the point is we is all about. have a role to, to play in bettering our lives. Whether the government can play a role in that or other companies can, it, it is what it is. At the end of the day, what do you need and what do you want and what are you doing to make it happen? And, you know, fight and, and claw and get to where you're going and stop pointing the blame elsewhere because it's not going to help. You know, you can sit here and blame our administration. Is your life better at the end of the day? Probably not. So, But, but you bring up a question. It doesn't have to do with the episode. But mm-hmm. What is a clawback clause? Do you know what that is? Clawback clause. Oh, the, that? so that's... Is that? well, Do you know what that is? I mean, I, I mean, forgot. I heard that. Contracts, I've, yeah, what, is, I've, what does that mean? I believe it's a situation where if X happens or X doesn't happen, then the, the that people are agreeing to being able to claw back, meaning like they can retain rights or they can retain... Like they can get like... So okay. kind of like I'm giving you, you know, 110% of something, but if you fail to do this, I take back 10% or, you know, some that's that's okay. what that's comes a, to mind from a right. legal perspective of what I've come to understand from a contract perspective. Oh, all right. I am not the, the, the knower of all things. So. No, of course, but that's just... That gives everybody a good sense of what that means because mm-hmm. you said clawback I don't know why that made me think of that I said clawback? I think you did yeah 
I, for, I forgot what you were referring to, though. You were this has that. gone down a different yellow brick road. I don't I know. know if folks are. I ready got for thrown this. off the path for a minute because you said <laughs> I, you said clawback, and that just made me think of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I asked <laughs> That's that. That's so interesting. Yeah, I just All had right, to get sir. that out. Well, thank God again, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> the time again is coming to the end of our 270th episode of Woke and Free. Mm. Pretty good. We were asking the question for this episode: What's causing current inflation? Now, Khalil, what do folks need to do? Come back next week for the new Woke and Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation, and make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, we're definitely considering stories and topics for 2023. Hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. On social, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, uh, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at WokenFree. And then all sponsorship and collaboration queries, hit us up on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.